I want to thank the Commissioner for his important role in ensuring transparency and accountability in our institutions. And as the report indicates, I take full responsibility for my actions. I should have recused myself, and I apologize for not doing so. Yeah. All right. Well, that is Mary Ng, a Liberal MP, and she's sorry. The trade minister is sorry because she's the latest liberal to be designated ethically challenged. Of course, uh, Ng broke the law by giving her close, close friend two contracts. Her company got two contracts worth about 23 grand. And um, she didn't even bother to check or ask or, you know, think maybe, well, is this a conflict of interest? So, I mean, it's MP 101, politics 101. If you think there may even be a hint of a conflict, you check. And she didn't do any of that. Like, it's so baffling to me how this minister thought it was okay to give her buddy, best friend, who's a well-known staffer on the Hill, any of these contracts is is beyond me. I mean, it's just common, basic common sense. Nonetheless, she's apologized. She takes full responsibility for breaking the laws, and um, and there will be no resignation. So I think the fine is up to, what, 500 bucks now? Uh, but look, it's not like Trudeau can demand she resign because don't forget, he's got two ethics violations. I think the question for a lot of us is, you know, what's happened to accountability? It does not exist. Dr. Lori Turnbull, Associate Professor of Political Science and Director of the School of Public Administration over at Dalhousie University, joining us. Thanks so much uh, for joining us. I appreciate it. Anytime. Thanks so much for having me. This would be about as basic, dry and cut, uh, clear cut case that she should have known. Um, And I don't understand how she did not know this, but I think a lot of people would say like she should be fired. Should she not be penalized for this? Is interesting. So, yeah, a couple of things there. Like the ethics, the ethics rules, the Conflict of Interest Act. Obviously, that's a piece of legislation. And when you look at what's actually in the thing, like there's all kinds of rules about, you know, conflicts of interest, um, receiving gifts, what kind of rules there are on travel, having to disclose your assets and liabilities. Like there's a whole range of things that you're meant to do if you're a minister or an MP in order to be you know, considered like in, in accordance with the conflict of interest rules. And so in this case, we've got a minister and somebody who has, um, she like Amanda Alvaro owns uh, Pomp and Circumstance. She's, mm-hmm. she's known to be liberal affiliated um, and she's a friend of Mary Ng's. So that sort of thing is if you see it happen, people are going to say, you know, it doesn't matter the size of the contract. We're not talking about millions of dollars here, but people are going to look at that and say, you know, for God's sake, like ministers are briefed on ethics rules. They know what's supposed to be happening and what, what isn't supposed to be happening. And even if you want to avoid like the drama of being accused of something, yeah, you step away, you walk away because that's what's politically sensible. The only person who can really hold her to account is the prime minister. Because the ethics rules, for the most part, don't have a kind of enforceability mechanism. Like, sometimes you might have to pay us a fine of up to 500 bucks, depending on what the violation is. But in this case, I don't think there is a monetary penalty for it. But even if there was, you're talking about well into six figures cabinet minister, like they care about 200 bucks. So the only possible accountability really is political. But the prime minister is the most frequent violator of the conflict of interest rules. So I think he'd have to, you know, throw himself out before he threw her out. And that gets complicated. Right. But as soon as we made, um, you know, provisions for that, and once upon a time, and I don't need to remind you of this, you know, a a $16 orange juice and a couple of other issues with Bevoda got her tossed out. I mean, once upon a time, this would be a fireable offense. 
Um, but it is not. And we're seeing more and more of this where it says we get the apology and we get the lip service and I'll be fully uh, responsible for this. And then it's like there is no responsibility. It's like they, they know that they can rag the puck on this, let it drop out of the headlines, and eventually the media will go away. So what used to be a, a career ender is no longer that. And I think, uh, Professor, this sets a really dangerous precedent because if you're okay with this government doing it, you got to be okay with the next one doing it. And I'm not okay with any of them doing it. Yeah, it's interesting, um, I, and I really, I really like the point that you, you made there because it speaks to the different ways that prime ministers will manage these things. Like, it does strike me, like Harper or Hayden, he was pretty cut and dried mm-hmm. about this stuff. And maybe, you know, we can sit here and think of examples of times where people did things that were ethically questionable under his government. Like, for example, I can remember Peter McKay using that helicopter kind of thing. He got, yeah. he didn't get tossed out, but it, so it's always like this, the prime minister is weighing the severity of what happened, what people's reaction is. And it's essentially, you know, can we get away with this? And what is the person's, you know, what, what kind of, what do they bring to the table and cabinet and what are going to be the downsides politically, even if I throw them out. And so for Harper, he wasn't going to throw Peter McKay out because he was holding the fort for Atlantic Canada and for the conservatives. Like Harper was persona non grata there. I lived there. <laughs> like, and, was, and McKay was, um, like he was, McKay was, I mean, he took a relentless beating, as I recall in the media. It oh. never really left. And he's still to this day, even if he runs for leadership, it is brought up. So, you know, he does suffer that. Um, the, the problem is, though, this has happened so many times. It also happened with Bill Marneau. Um, ultimately, he got thrown under the bus for something else. But, you know, we have these issues. And I think a lot of people are looking at Ottawa and just saying there's no one, no one is going to be held to account. And these are only the things we know about. And, and it's really interesting, the, the accountability piece, because the only way there is going to be any kind of recourse really is for the prime minister to either, you know, you, if a minister gets fired, if a minister gets demoted, because you can't really do much else, right? Again, even the monetary mm-hmm. penalties are, are not anything for anyone to say, okay, yeah. That's accountability because a minister who's making 300 plus paid $200 because they forgot mm-hmm. to do something. Right? Yeah. Like, that's not a thing. But it speaks to how important the prime minister's role is, is in, in enforcing the ethics regime. And so it leaves questions about where is there any accountability and does any of this really work? Because the language of accountability let, lends us to believe there are consequences for your actions. But then if the minister stands up and says, yes, I take responsibility and I'm accountable and nothing happens then that's most for most people that's going to ring hollow. And also, this is the last week before they, they leave for the Christmas break. So I'm oh, thinking yeah. liberals are going to ride this out. Of course they will. And, and it's the timing's everything because golly, it happened the day after their by-election. So I mean, yeah. everything I think, but, but it does, I think, speak and I get the emails and I get the listeners. People are very frustrated by this. It's just they see all this bad behavior. And I think Canadians, it doesn't help the situation with cynicism. It doesn't certainly draw people out to the voting box. It also doesn't draw mm-hmm. people to be engaged in, in politics. And we engagement, and we've seen steady declines in people showing up come voting day. And, and all of this is eroding that. It's It's totally a problem because it's like it's not that any of these specific things is going to be like you know completely disastrous for the government the government's not going to lose the confidence of the house because Mary Ying was involved in a decision she ought not to have been involved in but everything like this is like one more thing it's one more thing and then it can eventually accumulate to a massive problem for a government particularly one that is usually associated with this sort of sense of entitlement that rules don't apply to them. Like that's the kind of narrative that Pierre Polyev and the conservatives can push on the liberals. And I think he'll get quite a bit of success with it. 
And it's a sort of gift for the conservatives, a totally unforced error for the liberals. And again, I mean, a couple of weeks, you know, like a couple of days before they leave for the holidays, it's not the best timing for it, for the conservatives' perspective. Well, it is for the liberals. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, no question about it. There'll be attack ads that come out. They've got lots they can build on this. Uh, But again, I'm not surprised there was nothing more to it. And uh, and here's where we are. But I do think accountability is uh, it's gone the way of the dodo bird, I'm afraid. And it's, it, it leaves us with a lot of questions about, you know, what, how can we be doing these sorts of things better? Is there a better approach to ethics regulation? Is there a way for, for ministers and, and MPs to yes. kind of internalize these things better? Or is this really up to the voter to say, look, we actually care about this. Don't do this crap because it makes us really irritated. No question about it. Well, make the fine $100,000 and maybe they'll think twice. Uh, doctor, appreciate it. I'm not sure I'll talk to you again before the holiday. So uh, Merry Christmas to you and your family. And your, uh, thanks you, uh, you for your time. Have a great one. Take care. That is Dr. Lori Turnbull uh, joining us here today. Again, uh, this, w- this would be a totally different story if it were uh, a conservative. Look, how, 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 24-7 for what, three years on Mike Duffy? Because the prime minister forced him to pay back the money. He was so outraged that Mike Duffy charged 90 grand at the public. He said, pay it back. That uh, got him three years of news. This will just be like, eh, whatever, like everything else.